Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we're on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have a very special guest, Raquel Webb. She is a Lemurian priestess, sound alchemist, astrologer, online course creator, and the founder of the Lemurian School of Remembering, which is a program that I'm taking, and it is so, so powerful. She empowers people by offering playful yet transformational online experiences through astrology, sound healing, and past life remembrance of their innate wisdom and gifts. And she also teaches how you can apply what you've learned about yourself and the energetic nature of the world in order to create aligned, authentic online business. Businesses. So I'm working through two of her courses right now, Remembering Lemuria and Shamanic Star Sound, and they've changed my life. So welcome to the show. And also thank you for the work that you're putting into the world and all the magic that has touched my life and so many lives since having you as a teacher. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Wow. What a beautiful and heartfelt introduction. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank you so much to everyone who is listening. It's such an honor to be here with you all today, and I'm excited for our conversation. Yay, me too. So we're going to share what we're most excited about today. So I'm super excited, and this actually is like something that you've taught me as well about like the chakra singing bowls. So Mm. I bought a sacral chakra singing bowl a few weeks ago and I don't know what it was. Like I thought it was broken. Like I was like, this does not work. It like barely makes noise. I was about to return it. And I would still try to use it every day. And it was just kind of quiet and uninspiring. And then I had my, I actually had to get my appendix removed. And that was just, you know, a few days after I got the bowl. And now Mm. that I'm healing and feeling back to myself, I'm realizing like, I feel like this bowl was kind of one of the things that made this clearing happen. And now as I'm healing the bowl sounds amazing and it's like so loud and has like the most beautiful sound coming out of it wow oh that's so amazing and I'm so happy to hear that you're healing well from your appendectomy and uh but yeah it's it's so funny how the bowls just they shift and change with our energy even though we think it's this stable thing that's going to make this one sound all the time they are so magical so I'm I'm so excited about your breakthrough with sound and your own healing that's amazing I know and I'm like don't worry people not everyone that gets a sound ball is gonna have to have a surgery (laughs) (laughs) but that was my journey and here we are so what are you most excited about today Wow. Well, what's what's really been present for me this week um, has been the realization that I think there are 
36 or 35 days until I turn 40, until I celebrate my 40th year, my 40th earth year in this body, in this lifetime. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just really feeling the uh, eminence of crossing this threshold and uh, yeah, transitioning into a new decade and just all of the all of the initiations that are coming along with that good and bad and just yeah really feeling this life life shift are you feeling like there's like an ending and a rebirth coming like is there something that's like a cycle that you feel is coming to an end in this time for yourself I do yeah it definitely feels like there's you know it's all it's all this you know recursive spiral of you know, different initiations and new beginnings and endings all the time. But yeah, I definitely do. It definitely feels like, okay, I'm in some ways going to be more of a grown up now. Yeah. <laughs> I know sometimes like there's certain birthdays where it's like, no, no, this actually feels a little different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy early birthday. I'm excited for you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do a chakra shout out. So I'm going to shout out Rachel Pope. Um, She is just the most beautiful soul. I had a birth chart reading with her yesterday. If you guys want to look her up on Instagram, her handle is just, I am Rachel Pope spelt the way it usually is. And it really just confirmed a lot of things about a new project that I'm working on. And I was kind of like explaining it as like equal parts, confronting, confirming, exciting, and insightful. (laughs) Um, Because there's always things where it's like, okay, like, I knew that this was my life wound, but I thought I fixed it, but then I'm realizing (laughs) it's coming up in other areas. (laughs) So, um, but I mean, with that, there's the excitement and the insight that um, there's shifts to make to continue to move forward. So definitely suggest checking her out, uh, Rachel Pope. And again, it's at I am Rachel Pope on Instagram. Awesome. Well, I'm going to check her out too. Yeah, she's amazing. And I like, I I wanted to say too, like book a reading with her while you can, like she's still quite new. I don't think she'll be doing these like one-off like personal readings for long because she's really like moving fast and doing really well. She like just started and yeah, she's, she's doing amazing. So check her out guys. What are you, or who would you like to shout out today? Or what would you like to shout out today? Yeah. Um, so I'm also really excited about um, one of my sisters in Kauai, um, speaking of sound healing bowls. So she is um, Sonic Bowl Alchemy. Mm. And if you've seen those crystal chalices that I have um, that are, they look kind of, one of them is gold and the other one is this kind of titanium cobalt blue. And Um, she's just really I'm that's kind of the sound healing instrument that I'm most in love with right now because these chalices that she makes they're not forged like traditional crystal singing bowls they're they are made out of quartz crystal but it's all it's spun similar to hand-blown glass Mm -hmm. and so you can actually I'm actually working on using these these chalices almost like a percussion instrument so it's just really opening up what I thought was possible for crystal singing bowls 
Um, and her work is she just puts so much intention into making these crystal singing bowls. They're actually put into a bioscalar machine for a week to further attune their frequencies. And she does all of these really, really special things to them. They have light language codes on them. And so they're just super galactic and amazing. And um, I'm getting, I'm about to receive two more. I'm really excited about them. But yeah, totally shifting the way that I thought singing bowls could work. And so that's just a breakthrough that I'm celebrating. And so you can check her out on Instagram as well. She is Sonic Bowl Alchemy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it, she's totally just like growing her business. And so definitely if you if anybody feels called to um, also get one of those chalices, just let her know that I sent her sent you to her because just sharing the love. Aw, I love that because I'm actually the gold chalice that you have. I feel like that's like on my vision board. It's so mm. the sound that it makes is just so magical. I remember I was, you were kind of in, in your course. I was, you were showing just your different instruments and all the different beautiful bowls that you have. And when that one came up, I was like, whew, I felt, I really felt it. So yeah, I'm definitely checking that out. Yeah. Like so it. magical. Yes. And we'll link everyone to all of the magic. So exciting. Let's do our slumber party questions. What is the <laughs> ritual? Um, so most mornings, I'm, I'm a super morning ritual person because it really takes me about kind of two hours to land <laughs> from my dream time. So I need kind of like not to think about what I have to do. I'm just going to do these things that I always do. Um, so I go outside um, every morning that I can when the weather allows for it. And I put my feet on the earth and just really connect to Gaia and really feel my heart connecting with her heart. And it's so amazing because every time I do like really kind of like there's only been like 0.1% or 0.01% of the times that I've done this that the wind has not picked up. So it, it really feels like this dialogue, this conversation, this connection that I didn't always have. And so that, that always really grounds me into my day. Um, and then, um, again, most mornings, not every morning, but most mornings, I like to honor the elements and, Uh, connect to all of the different energies that are connected to each element so I'll light a candle for the element of fire honoring it celebrating it inviting it to be my teacher and then extending that out to that invitation out to the representatives of the element of fire which would be the sun Mars Jupiter and then Aries Leo and Sagittarius Mm. and yeah because then I feel like you're connected to everything all the layers Um, yeah and so then I do the same thing um you know I'll light up incense for the element of air and then uh I have a little um glass of water that I will offer back to the earth and fill up again for the element of water and then I have some salt that I'll offer to the earth and, and then going, you know, naming all of the different planets and astrological signs that correspond to all the elements. And that always just really serves to anchor me into my day to 
honor all of the different elemental energies and to invite them to like not try to go through my day alone you know Mm -hmm. to invite them to be my mentors to be my guides and my teachers so Mm -hmm. that is always super helpful oh I love that and we're gonna get more into earth connection today as well which I'm really excited about what is your favorite crystal of the moment or crystal that you're using right now Hmm. I feel like it's peach moonstone. Yeah, it just has this, I have um, some beads that I've made into a bracelet. Um, And then I also got a really big piece. Um, So it's smooth. It's kind of, you know, it's like moonstone. It has this fire to it. It is moonstone. And so it has this like fire to it when you move it around. And yeah, it's this really soft, feminine energy but it has more warmth to it than like regular moonstone so I'm really enjoying the nuance of that right now Mm, and so you're using it for that kind of like warm warm feminine kind of vibe or is there any other energies that you're using it for it really is kind of that like you know that it has it has the the piece that I have is is quite large so it's really grounding Mm. you know so yeah this kind of and really more moving into attuning more to the subtle frequencies you know where it's like the the nuance between moonstone and peach moonstone and then yeah so then this piece that I have has also some gray in it so it's really I feel like I've been making more friends with gray recently so yeah just kind of yeah teasing yeah teasing out the energies yeah I was going to say too, like the um, kind of the nuance between like pink and orange, because it's like pink has kind of like that, like very soft feminine energy and orange kind of has that like sacral chakra, like passionate, emotional, feminine energy. Yeah, 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 definitely. Love that balance. Amazing. I'll be ordering some of that right now. Um, (laughs) What is a holiday and your favorite holiday indulgence? Um, hmm, holiday indulgence. I mean, so my birthday is Christmas Eve. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I feel sorry for you. (laughs) Oh, no. I feel it's like, you know, I totally get that, right? Because then it's like, you know, oh, like, you know, it was really when I was growing up. Yeah. When I was little, it was like, no, it has to be wrapped in my, I need two presents. Yeah. It has to be wrapped in birthday paper. You cannot yeah. slack on this. <laughs> um, but I feel really special because to me, it's like, oh, I feel like my birthday is really special because yeah. um, to me, it's, it's that connection to the star, you know, mm-hmm. the, like the star of Bethlehem, which is probably a spaceship and, <laughs> and it's really kind of cosmic energies and so for me I mean I really love the Christmas season and there's just for me personally just such this this joyful celebration of it and I also really love the it's like it's kind of like three three holidays all together so it's winter solstice and my birthday and Christmas season and and so it really is this kind of, so my favorite holiday indulgence is taking two weeks off of work for my yes. birthday. <laughs> yes, love that as well. Yes. 
<laughs> no, but I, that's awesome because to your point, it's like, it's like you get to celebrate all your favorite things within a span of a few days. And it also makes like the holidays more personal for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And my Leo moon just loves the, the continuous celebration where it's like, oh, it's winter solstice. Oh, it's my birthday. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, it's New Year's. Like, yeah. let's just keep going. <laughs> exactly. And that's perfect. You answered my next question. I wanted to know your sun, your moon, your rising. So you're, you're Sagittarius, right? Uh, no, no I'm, I'm actually a Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn. Right. Sorry. See, my husband's December 17th and he's Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. I think he's like kind of on the cusp then. Yeah. It transitions around the 21st. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah, he's, so yeah, so I'm, I'm actually Sagittarius rising though, oh. which might be where you kind of got those vibes too. Yes. Um, so yeah, Sagittarius rising and Capricorn sun and Leo moon. Wow. And w- one thing that I've learned uh, in the past five years actually is that where I am in the sign of Sagittarius for my rising sign is actually conjunct the galactic center. So (laughs) that checks out. (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. And my Mercury is conjunct my ascendant. So it's like, yeah, this kind of like channeling through galactic frequencies and being seen, being seen as that, like I'm, I'm working on really integrating and owning that more. Mm. So this is actually kind of funny. So my birthday is January 24th. So I'm an Aquarius mm. and I'm a Leo rising and a Sag moon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Amazing. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I love that. Okay. Fun, fun. Okay. So I want to know about your spiritual awakening And I know you grew up with a spiritual family, which is really cool. But at what point did you decide to turn this into your life's work and a business? Hmm. I was going to say, I'm like late, like, you know, like we all do. There's like not just one spiritual awakening. It's like, well, there was when I was 22 and then I was 33. Like maybe it's like a double number thing, but there's many in between as well. But okay. So turning it into a business. Well, I mean, it's kind of nuanced because, you know, it was like, I, so I did kind of riding on the continuation of the spiritual awakening that I had when I was 22, when I um, did a vision quest and healed myself from an autoimmune disease that I used to have. Um, That was really when I... I've started mentoring with an aromatherapist and an acupuncturist. And um, at that time I was just kind of like doing whatever work I could get. And so I was, you know, working in a bakery. Um, And then I was just like, you know, this is not going to work out for me. I need to do something totally different. And I really wanted to do something with, with, in the healing world. So, um, so that, kind of you know it's like it's the energy of Sagittarius I have to tell the whole story so, <laughs> <laughs> it's the bigger picture um so that was definitely a shift into like I need to be paid to work in a healing space mm-hmm. um and then you know I decided to go to acupuncture school so there was always this kind of intention of I'm going to have some kind of spiritual business, you know, because it was, you know, I'm going to be an acupuncturist, I'm going to be a healer. 
but there was there was a real kind of breakthrough for me when actually um I decided to to stop doing acupuncture and I and I went through these kind of different layers of it but it was definitely someone one of my friends wanted to interview me and um for this like uh, Ayurvedic platform they were doing all these videos and she sent me over the questions and it was all kind of like what's the best acupuncture point for migraines and I was like really diving much 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 deeper into shamanic healing sound healing and I was and I felt like I'd been talking about that on the internet and so she sent me over these questions and I was like did I stutter? <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. you're supposed to be my friend. How did you not get this? Like, I, apparently I'm not being clear enough. Yes. And so it really was kind of like, I wrote this whole blog post about why I'm not an acupuncturist. And that just slowly was this kind of like setting my career on fire. <laughs> and um, that ended up with me transitioning into the online healing space and deciding to move, to, like not deciding, following the, the call to move to Hawaii and and really like really burning everything you know it was I burned all of my patient files I burned all of my dream journals I burned all of the notes that I'd kept from acupuncture school I sold all of my supplies gave everything away to my friends and was really kind of like you know it was like that moment of burning all the boats you know it was like either I'm gonna make this work out or that's just what's gonna happen because uh, I'm not giving myself another choice um so that was really kind of this moment where I was like I'm I I knew that I was supposed so yeah so this transition piece around working I just felt so claustrophobic in my acupuncture practice and I was really doing a lot of work around connecting to my purpose. And I was really becoming so much more aware that my purpose was, was, was big. And it was like involved connecting to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there was, I was just feeling like my, my Dharma was bottlenecking in this little room where I could only talk to one person at a time, maximum four people per day. And even that was exhausting. And so I was kind of like, get me out of here yeah. and so I asked my guides I was like okay so you told me that this is going to be you know a big like expansive thing so I'm going to go online what's that going to look like and they showed me sitting at my desk and they slid a doll in front of me and they were like look you can still use your needles on the doll and I was like that is voodoo send me something else <laughs> no no disrespect to you know hoodoo practitioners or voodoo or anything like that at all but I was just like that is not I don't have any authority in that way you know yeah. um and so then they showed this they, they slid another thing in front of me and it was this kind of tablet with this image of the human body on it that was kind of this rainbow holographic image and they were like this is the holographic activator if you ask permission from your clients you can connect their energy body to the holographic activator and then basically you can just you can do the same kind of healing that you were doing in person but you'll just do it to their energy body mm-hmm. and so then, then that always, I always did coaching, even when I was doing acupuncture. 
that was a different thing about my practice was that they had to have a coaching session. Then they would come in the next week for acupuncture. Oh, smart. Cause that's what I was going to say. Like it's with anything where it's like, Oh, where people are kind of doing those one-off sessions. It's so hard to like really go deep. So I love that you did that. Yeah. And I totally, I, I really just was wrote about like how I did my acupuncture practice. Cause I also got to the point, I only did one kind of 10 package for one person before I moved into, you had to work with me for three months. Yeah. And I, that was, that was it, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, like creating a, creating a container for transformation has has always been a priority for me. Um, so, but then, yeah, then that just going online and doing those kind of distance healings. And then it was a lot more speaking involved and people were just like, you have so much information. You just really need to, to teach. And so that, that went into my transition into teaching and doing online classes. So that's kind of the, the larger picture. <laughs> hey, I love that you've literally burned the old you and like it's like there had to be like a death of the old thing before you fully moved into this new version of yourself so what tips do you have for anyone who is doing something that they thought was their purpose or they thought was their calling but they know that there's something deeper in there and maybe they're kind of in a comfort zone and don't really know what to do next yeah it's it really is like you like the transformation is going to happen you know like that your your soul is going your you know your your soul your higher self has like a bigger plan than your human self can conceive of and so that's when we get into those spaces where like literally we become claustrophobic in the human life that we've created for ourselves and you know our our soul starts having this kind of like pacing around the cage you know like looking at the bars like how do I get out of here um and and so it really is it will be much more pleasant ultimately as scary as it feels in the beginning if you take the initiative to to whether you end up actually burning things or not it's like to to take because one thing that's so important and I feel like especially in Western culture to remember is that destruction is equally as important to the creation process and to not, not avoid those tower moments Mm -hmm. and to really, yeah, it really is kind of like, you know, like when you there's, I feel like I can't remember, I need to look this quote up again, but there's maybe it's Jung that said this, but it's like Caroline Casey talks about it in her book, Visionary Activist Astrology. And he, the example is that whenever you're falling, if you can get yourself turned around so that you can dive and so like you're falling with your back going down towards the ground, if you can do the work to turn yourself around so that you are actually facilitating your own fall it will be it's scary but it's actually so much more 
it's so much quicker and it's so much more potent and so much um, less less painful in the long term than if you have if your higher self has to take you kicking and screaming. (laughs) I love that. that. And even the visual of that, it's because like if you're falling with your back first, you're it's because you're looking back still. Like you're looking at the old you. But if you can turn around and look at what's ahead, then you're um you're forging the path for yourself. Yeah. So any transformation, you know, like if you need to cut your hair or color your hair or change your wardrobe or move or it's like you know how you do anything is how you do everything and so like you know burning old journals like you know like moving the energy in whatever way you can creating and facilitating physical change and transformation Mm -hmm. in your own life is it's a it's a ritual it's a ritualistic ceremony that you're doing with the energies that says I'm willing to move I'm willing to transform like and 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 really like gosh cultivating the the courage to step into the mystery and to not have to have the next step already shown before you begin the transformation process Mm, I love that because it's like if you are you're, you're wanting to, let's, for example, you're wanting to switch business paths or whatever. And that's not going to be something that happens overnight and it's going to feel scary. But if you can start intentionally closing other chapters in your life that are a little bit easier and transforming little, like literally getting your haircut, you know, rearranging your furniture, decluttering your house, like whatever, it's like you're signifying the energy of I'm ready to change and it can help facilitate the bigger transformation. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Love, love that so much. Oh, okay. One of my favorite things I've learned from you is about the connection that we have to the earth. And it's one thing to like, you know, get out into nature. And I think everyone has their own relationship with that and, you know, knows that I love to swim in the ocean or I love to be, you know, in the woods or, you know, we all know what makes us feel great in nature, but the concept of really talking to nature, you know, having this like relationship with nature is something that I learned from you. And also a book that you recommended earth by Barbara Masiniak, which we'll link you guys to as well. So for people who have not really taken a step to take their relationship with Gaia to the next level, what is something that they can start doing today? Mm. Wow. So good. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, I feel like it's just opening up, it's opening up the, opening up the dialogue and the conversation. And so, and to me, it's like, even though I differentiate between the elements. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, 
It's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic, don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Um, to me that, you know, there's, there's, there's this, it's the supreme consciousness of this planet mm. that, that is what Gaia is to me. And, and so she's not just in the earth physical substance dirt below us and stones and things she's also in the water she's in the trees she's in the wind it, it's the consciousness of this planet the intelligence of this planet and so um in lieu of saying like you know okay well you can go out and you know sit on the earth and talk to her because some people it's very cold where they are they cannot do that um <laughs> so i think a really accessible way is that is also deeply healing on an emotional level is to begin the conversation with water mm. and so to to have because water is everywhere water is in the the humidity as little of it as there is even in the desert water is in the humidity that is in the air that we breathe it's in the air that we exhale um, and so beginning that conversation around connecting with, with water, because we interact with it so much every day. And so that can just be pouring a glass of water in the morning and holding it to your heart and saying, thank you, water. I love you, water. Thank you, water. I love you, water. Thank you, water. I love you, water. And then, and then inviting water to teach you to be your teacher and to teach you about fluidity mm. and multi multi-dimensionality right because water can be solid water can be a gas water can be a liquid and i feel like that's just a really important concept for us right now is in the the, the heightening of the polarity that you know the polarity consciousness that we're experiencing right now is to really return back to our ability to hold multiple realities simultaneously. Mm. And, and water is such a good teacher for that. Um, 
And then, and then I do want to say, you know, to, to work directly with the earth, if you can, if you're in a space where you can lay your heart on the earth. Mm. Um, this was actually a, an assignment that um, Kaya Ra gave to me when I was working with her. Um, and it was to lay your heart on the earth and to breathe with her mm. and to put your hand on your heart and to feel your own heartbeat and then to feel and it takes some time right because we're not used to to sinking into the silence and the the the, the subtle realms and the nuance and so it's sinking into that silence and that space of listening for the vibration of the heartbeat of the earth mm-hmm. and and it might not be in the same rhythm that a human heartbeat is in um but listening to and listening for whatever that is um, and really, really trying to resonate with it and, and to ask, ask Gaia, to ask the earth to help you remember all that you are, you know, because she remembers and has recorded every footstep you've ever taken on her surface. Yes that's, that's a huge piece as well. Like the remembering and the codes. And you also mentioned multi-dimension, multi-dimensionality. How do you kind of explain how we can connect to those multi-dimensional versions of ourselves? Hmm. Well, I think, I think first of all, it's like, we have to, we have to hold it lightly you know, where it's like when we're talking about when we're when we're talking about multidimensionality from a human perspective, there's always this tendency to want to grasp. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of like one of my friends made this really great example one time we were having this conversation. Maybe it was about multidimensionality or not, but she the example that she did was that she took a tissue and she was dancing with the tissue and she was throwing the tissue into the air and then catching it on her hand but not grasping it Mm. but then moving with it and then throwing it up again but then she said the moment that you grasp it and it 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 condenses you know and then it becomes heavy and then it falls to the ground Mm. um so you can't dance with it anymore um so 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 connecting to the multi-dimensional aspects of ourselves um, again, it's like, this is such a great question. I'm like, wow, I'm really like, really reaching here. This is good. <laughs> um, I think it's, you know, like we can, it's, it's really going into that space of, of the, the paradox, right? The both and, and to be like, yes, I have, you know, had these past lifetimes, and, and this gets into like, you know, help past life remembering, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, without teaching a whole section, it's like um, following the things that you resonate with. Mm-hmm. And so to trust that, you know, if you feel called to explore now, you know, we can't move ourselves physically so much to go visit sacred sites. 
physically but it's like to if you feel called to explore the mythology of ancient egypt to to go and to you know on the internet or you know in books and to to research that and to learn that and then to to trust you know past life remembrance is not that you have like this vision of i saw myself in these temples with these robes and this book and you know all of this stuff it's like past life a valid past in my opinion a valid past life remembrance is a resonant connection to a different time and a different place whether that is in the past or in the future Mm. (laughs) that's so true and then also just like trusting the resonance and the pull because sometimes I feel like people can trip themselves up like they'll be like oh Lemuria that sounds cool like maybe that like and then you're like well like if I'm so drawn to it that must mean that I have connection there but then people can start to like second guess themselves a little bit so it's like also comes down to trust right yeah and I think it's really like our human mind wants to define things yes and and it's really allowing much allowing things to be undefined Mm -hmm. and to to not trying to strive for that sense of you know resolution like oh I have remembered my past lifetimes in Lemuria and I remember x y and z and this and this and this and and it's it's wonderful if you do and it's fine if you don't <laughs> and yeah. and and to know that it's like it's it's all it's all a hologram and it's all they all reflect off of each other so there there are absolutely atlantean references in egyptian culture and there are absolutely Atlant- there's there's so much overlap between Atlantis and Lemuria and then into Egypt and Greece and Avalon and even Incan civilizations Mayan culture um the the ancient Chinese culture um it there's so much that that is the reference points that are also overlapping and so so yeah allowing yourself when we're talking about multidimensionality it's not like oh well this is the third dimension then we go into the fourth dimension and the fifth dimension the sixth dimension the seventh dimension and there's 12 dimensions 144 dimensions and it's like that's the human grasping Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it's like almost it's kind of like once you once you get out of the third dimension that is linear you know chronological understanding of time it is everything outside of the third dimension is multi-dimensionality And it's okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep 
into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. It's more about the journeying than it is about having to like have this like linear perspective of it. Yeah. Or kind of like these, these graspings of like, now I have, you know, this this solid thing that I can put into my knapsack and carry around with me. That is a memory of this time and this place. And it's never going to shift and change because that is how I remembered it. Right. And I even feel too, just in like my own journey that something will resonate like a certain like flower essence. And then I'll, and then I'll just like totally forget about it. Even though like at first I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is my Lemurian calling. Like, and then it just like, it's like if we grasp onto anything as like, this is it, like, this is going to help me figure out who I was, then we're missing so much more. Um, I don't know, so many more memories or so many more elements that could be coming into our lives to heal us in that moment. Right. And it's, it's, it's not to say that it's like, you know, like, staying on the superficial, you know, because it's, it's uh, this is this is the mo- we're having now we're having a multidimensional conversation because <laughs> it truly is right it's like there's the the experiences that it's like oh I like I feel called to work with this flower essence and then you research it but you never end up getting it and maybe that was the activation in and of itself mm. um and then it's also kind of like, but that's not to say that you should just be flitting around from one thing to the next and never really diving deep into anything. Right. Um, you know, because there's the, the more history that you create with a particular energy, whether that is uh, ancient civilization or, you know, a sound, he- a sound healing or a different kind of healing modality, the more history, the more time that you spend, even with that particular tree, the more time that you spend with anything, the deeper that you can go into it. And that is really where you get into really, it's almost kind of like in the depths is when you have access to exploring the subtle. Mm, Yes, so true. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, and one thing that I was talking to someone, I think it was yesterday about different tools for remembering, say it's dream work or talking to guides or channeling even music, like 
letting those flow and, um, yeah, like you were saying, there are some things that we need to really focus on and go deep on. But one thing that I heard that was interesting was that different moon cycles and different planet placements will make different tools more potent. So maybe at certain times of like, just to start paying attention to different times of the lunar cycle and when channeling is a lot more clear for you or when your dreams are a lot more vivid. I thought that was really interesting. Mm, Yeah, 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 totally. You know, yeah, it's kind of like for each individual, it's going to be different, you know, Mm -hmm. for it's like, you know, Sagittarius moon is like, I want to go and research everything and learn it all and go to all the places and, um, you know, learn all of the different languages, you know, whether that's a physical spoken language or not. And then, you know, Pisces moon is like, oh, I need to like, I need to merge with everything. I need to really feel it. And I need to dream about it and take it into my meditations. And, yeah. And then as the moon goes through, when the moon is in Pisces in general, like, you know, everybody will have a little bit more access to the higher light realm. Mm. And then when the, when the moon is in Scorpio and everyone's like, let's go into the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, pretty happy that Scorpio season is over as of tomorrow. <laughs> I'm the of Scorpio. <laughs> oh. You know, that's, that's the beauty the of the the zodiac wheel right yeah. it's like that that we get to we get to explore the extremes and then you know like we're like in the 20 like right now we're in the 29th degree of scorpio and it's like at the very very end and it's kind of like we're that's when scorpio is at its fullest expression of all of the darkness and all the secrets and ah you know all of the angst and it's just like we get that full expression and then we go inside Sagittarius and it's like, oh, okay, now I get to be a little lighter. We can talk about the big picture, not so much like myopic view. And so that it's, that's, you know, the, that's the recursive cyclical spiral of being a human in this life is that, you know, energetic initiations as we walk through the extremes of the different Zodiac expressions. And what a gift it is. So much. love 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 all of this so much so we're gonna move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the magic that came out of it so I can go first so I had already eaten dinner last night and I had a friend over she's actually like helping me like with some some copywriting and stuff like that and she hadn't eaten yet. So she like ordered pizza to my house without telling me. And it just showed up at my door. And I, I know that pizza does not make me feel good, but when it's in your face, sometimes you just have a piece. Um, and the meltdown with that was that I had the craziest reaction to it. Like my face went bright red, my ears turned purple. I had itchy blotches all over my chest and I was just like pounding water and like getting anxious. I was like, am I going to have to go to the hospital again? Like what is going on? Um, but the magic that came out of that is that it was just the reminder to listen to my body and that the body is just so powerful. And that through paying that extra attention to our mindfulness and how, you know, those like split second decisions, like if you can just like really put two extra breaths in between making a decision that you know is not going to make you feel good, you know, 
do what's best for you. And yeah, there will be times where maybe we like, you know, have a little treat or whatever that we know isn't going to make us feel the best. But I think for me, it was just such a great reminder of those like two breath, like pauses before taking a bite of something or before like choosing to do anything that's going to affect our body. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, I'm just like, so like, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And, and, and I so know that time because I have a peanut allergy and I, it's kind of like kryptonite, you know, where it's like, there's those moments where I'm so hungry and someone's like here. And I, and that's what I know. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. It's happened to me so many times. Well, I know on that, like, I feel like this year, especially like that body connection is so needed while we're, and actually that's another thing that I love about something that you said, I'm not going to like try and quote it, but it was something about just talking to your cells and bringing them back Mm. to homeostasis. And I was like, I, that's something that I, I was actually practicing while I was going to bed. Like I was like, all right, cells, like, I know you don't feel good right now, but you've got the power to turn this around and I'm sending you love. (laughs) Um, So I think that might have worked as well yes totally like I'm giving myself permission to transmute the inflammation I'm talking to my white blood cells they're they're attacking all of the things that are making me inflamed like it's all I give permission to myself to chill the fuck out (laughs) exactly exactly oh tell us about your last meltdown and magic learning that came from it yeah well um So it was actually on the Libra new moon that was like this kind of tense new moon um, where I was in my bathroom cleaning as one does on a new moon. And I hear this pounding on my front door and I was like, what the hell? And so I looked out there and I can see that there is someone and, um, and my house is on the front of the property that I live on. So sometimes there's people who are looking for other people who might live somewhere else or something. So I was just kind of like, okay, someone is like disturbed and they're looking for someone else. But I go down to look and I see the window is like beginning to spider web and shatter. Mm-hmm. And there's, yeah. And there's this woman on the other side um, she, you know, looks like she might be homeless. Her hand is bloody and she has a big stone and oh. she's pounding it on the window. And I was just like, who are you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, what are you doing? And so I, you know, like people are like, I can't believe you did this, but I like had my foot behind the door, but I opened the door and I was like, who are you? I was like, what do you want? I don't even know you. And she was like, where is he? And I was like, okay, so you're not there. I'm closing the door. <laughs> um, and it was, it was like, to- like my whole body went into shock. And I was just like, you know, I can't call the police because there, it takes them 30 minutes to get here. And I was like, I need help now. So I knew my neighbor was downstairs. I yelled to her I was like call Wayne call our landlord you know and so 
And then I finally got my phone, but it was literally like, I had no idea how to work it. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's like my uh, worst nightmare is like, I have uh, my phone all the time where you're trying to dial 911 and your phone's not unlocking or like. <laughs> no, like my neighbor said she literally Googled 911. <laughs> oh my God. being like you know that she she went further I went back down there she was gone I was like where is she and so then she was at my neighbor's house and then I called my landlord he came up there anyway ended up calling the police and they were nearby because they've been looking for her because she had broken in somewhere else and so and and like while I'm on the phone with the cops you know she's like acting like she's on the phone and she's like FBI FBI and so she was just not mentally well yeah I know it's like really just like bless her you know yeah um and so they you know the cops ended up coming and you know they they ended up arresting her and you know and like this you know we had so many conversations about the police system and about like mental wellness and like you know really wanting to move to a place where we have health and wellness people who come to Mm -hmm. situations like that with the police as a backup Um, but it was, it was really kind of, um, you know, really like traumatizing. (laughs) Well, I can like, I feel like the adrenaline must've been just like pulsing through your body. Like there's so many like physical, um, like you think of like a dog can like shake it off after that. But like for us, it's like, how do we get this out? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. And so it was the whole day. Like I didn't even like like you know so my neighbor got a huge stick of sage it was like a torch we were saging the whole thing and I you know vacuumed everything like 15 times my landlord was able to get the glass out and and it was safety glass so it didn't like totally shatter but it was like there were pieces of it everywhere so it was a big ordeal but he did actually get it replaced that day. Okay, that's so, good. I was like, it would have been terrifying to sleep with like an open window. <laughs> yeah, or even like it boarded up or something, you know, yeah. just like, I was like, I need this fixed now. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, so like the, the kind of lesson of it is that I'm so glad that I know about astrology because it was just like, if I didn't know about astrology, so it just really reaffirmed the lesson of it was like, wow, I'm like rededicating myself to astrology even more. Um, and, I, and then looking at the astrology, because it was Mars retrograde was crossing over my nadir, which is like the basically the door to your fourth house, which is all about home physical home safety family of origin (laughs) it's it's like you can't you can't make these things up that it's like it and like yeah I mean it was like and she she had she took the stone she was the stone was not from our property so because we we actually had them take the stone away (laughs) um And so, and she had to like walk around my car in order to be able to get to my front door. So it's just like, of all of the things that could have gone wrong, like, I don't even know, she could have had a knife, like, it's just all like, that no one was hurt, that it was this physical property damage that was able to be resolved that day. And that, that, that was the manifestation of that 
astrological confluence of you know it was yeah like you know because it was it was the new moon was conjunct my Pluto which was making it opposite of Mars and it was just this whole astrological bonfire <laughs> the perfect, the perfect yeah. um and totally. I mean another blessing was probably that having her having reached that breaking point hopefully she is getting the help that she needs I hope so I really really do yeah I, I've had her in my prayers ever since then and it's just like yeah and just yeah you know and really just like you know, holding more space for the mental well-being of everyone as we move through these times of transformation. Yes, 100%. A great reminder. Well, oh my gosh, this was so fabulous, so delightful. Can you tell people, like, how can they work with you? Like, what is something that you're putting out in probably late December when we're airing this that they can work with you? (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to be, we're going to be launching Astro Empowerment in December. And yeah, so speaking of astrology. Segway. So Astro Empowerment is a six month astrological immersion where we study all things astrology and the content comes out every other week or twice per month. So you have lots of time in between to really apply it and digest it. And, you know, I'm all about really making things practical and um, making it so that it's not like an intellectual mental exercise. And so we do a lot around kind of really mentoring with the planets um, and really spending that time to integrate in all of the different frequencies and learning to recognize them as we feel them in our lives. So it's one of my favorite courses And so that enrollment is going to be closing September 18th because I take the last two months, two weeks of the year off for my birthday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so, but I'm always having new things coming out and really also paying attention to um, whatever the energies are that the collective is asking for. So I'm really holding space for something new to come in in the beginning of the year because we're going to be in a completely different energy when Saturn and Jupiter go into Aquarius and um, so but if you want to work with me one-on-one I always have astro coaching sessions available um, so you can always tune into that Um, and I do have lots of courses that are instant access that are open all the time so that is the energetic hygiene bundle, which is something that I feel like everybody needs to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can always sign up for that. And then we have cosmic course creation and heart-centered selling and the um, Insta prosperity course that are, it's all about how to use Instagram in an authentic way to be able to magnetize the most perfect people and collaborations and clients into your life in a way that also is profitable. So beautiful. And I love that you, like you mentioned, like you create um, things for the world as they're needed and you just intuitively feel into what the world needs. And that's why you do like so many things and they're all like, they all work together, but they all, you know, separately on their own have so much power as well. Yeah. I, I really feel like that it's that, you know, that, 
being the bridge between the spiritual and the practical is really it's it's the essence of Capricorn you know yes. like <clears throat> Capricorn is the goat fish and so yeah. it's a very mystical being can climb up to the highest mountains and also can dive down to the deepest depths and really bridging heaven and earth yes so powerful well thank you so so much where can we all find you online Yes. So um, my website is soulstarmedicine.com and I will let you in on a little secret. Um, So we are actually going to be making the shift. It's hopefully all going to work out for my 40th birthday. Again, this kind of death in reverse Mm -hmm. that the website is going to transition to rockhale.com. Ooh, congrats on on slang in that URL. Oh, I, I felt like I was like, when I saw that it was available, I was like, this is a, this is an assignment. I have to do this. <laughs> like it's so hard to find like the perfect URL. So that's uh, definitely a sign from the universe. So well, yeah. we look out. that is our, our Christmas gift is, uh, is just this newly evolved website. So we're excited. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so either soulstarmedicine.com or <clears throat> rockael.com. And then I'm on Instagram at I am Amazing. We'll link you guys to all of the goodness. Go check it all out. You will be so grateful. So thank you so much to our amazing guests. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.